0: There was a postscript to the king's meeting with Christopher Columbus, who by this time was languishing in Spain. In 1486, John II was approached by a Portuguese captain, Fernão Dulmo, or Van Om, one of the Flemings who had settled in the Azores, with a plan to sail directly west to discover new lands, in particular the island of the Seven Cities of Portuguese legend. He would outfit himself at his own cost, asking only for suitable titles of honor if successful. This was promised, and Dulmu, joined by another captain, set sail in March 1487 with two ships. As with so many others, nothing more is known of this expedition. They left from the Portuguese-held Azores, which meant they had the misfortune of sailing in the teeth of the westerlies, while Columbus had the luck to leave from the Spanish-held Canary Islands and benefited from favourable winds. There are suggestions that the expedition returned safely, though without having discovered the American continent. The true prize, however, lay south. Convinced, that the objective was at hand, King John was eager to round Africa and open the sea route to India. He wasted no time after the return of Caon's ship in ordering an immediate resumption of the quest. Within a month, he named Bartolomeo Dias de Novez, identified as a Cavaleiro of the King's household and Superintendent of the Royal Warehouses, as Commander of the next expedition. There are only suggestions as to Díaz's accomplishments before his selection as captain of this important expedition. He obviously enjoyed the confidence of the king, as the position of superintendent carried some responsibility. It is recorded that Díaz was patron of a royal vessel and had already been granted an annuity of six thousand reis. He is believed to be the same Dias whom John II, then Crown Prince, had exonerated from payment of the customary royalty on ivory brought from the Guinea coast in 1478. He was also captain of one of the ships sent in 1482 with Diago di Azambuja to the Gold Coast to build the Fortress of Elmina, but neither his age nor any details of his life are known. It is occasionally asserted that he was descended from the family of João Dias, who had made a name during the time the Portuguese were rounding Cape Bojador, and of Dinis Dias, who discovered Cape Verde, but these claims have not been proved. No original documents have survived from Dias' expedition, and references are incomplete and even occasionally contradictory. But there is much of which we can be reasonably certain. Preparations for the voyage were made in detail and it was not until ten months after the return of Cohn's vessel that Diaz set sail on a voyage that was to last sixteen months and seventeen days. A great deal had been learned from the earlier expeditions and Diaz benefited from recent significant advances in both navigation and shipbuilding. This voyage was to be beyond anything that had gone before. Diaz was not to land regularly and risk the health and safety of his crew by exposure to hostile locals or tropical disease. Opportunities to obtain fresh supplies would accordingly be limited and so a ship specifically designated to carry provisions was made ready and provisioned. Included with the supplies were three pillars. By this time, the techniques for maintaining their ships so far from port facilities were well advanced and Diaz's fleet carried with it ample supplies of spare sail, spars and rigging, as well as crews, skilled in servicing and repairing the hull. The chief pilot was Peru d'Alenquer, who was exceptionally close to the king. Although a commoner, he had been given permission to wear garments made of silk, along with the gold neck chain that bore the whistle of his office. So close was Dalinqueer to the king that he could comfortably disagree with him in public. It is recounted that, at a dinner with King John and his courtiers, some from other countries, the discussion turned to the merits of the traditional square-sailed vessel, as compared to the modern caravel. The king voiced the opinion that the square-sailed ships could not successfully navigate the far coasts of Africa,